every morning Arabile Gomede and Anastasia Aronsa on Classic Business. Breakfast with MoneyWeb. At 7.31, today the Pretoria High Court will hear an application brought by environmental organizations, Groundwork and Earthlife Africa for the handover of various documents relating to the judicial review of the environmental authorizations granted to two coal-fired power stations uh, preferred bidders. To talk to us about it, we're joined by Nicole Luza, who is an attorney for Pollution and Climate Change Program at the Center for Environmental Right. Nicole, thank you so much for your time. Perhaps you can explain to us why you're hoping to be granted access to the IPP documents. Hi, Natasha. Thank you for having me. Um, yes, of course. So, as you mentioned, these are two independent coal-fired power stations, Tabameti and Kanisa. Tabameti will be based in Limpopo and the Waterberg, and Kanisa will be based in Mpumalanga. And they plan to build and operate their own coal-fired power stations, and they will sell their electricity to ESCOM. Um, and also, as you mentioned, we as the Centre for Environmental Rights, on behalf of Earthlife Africa and Groundwork, have instituted legal reviews to challenge the environmental authorizations in the High Court for both of these coal-fired power stations. Um, in both of these cases, we are essentially challenging the Minister of Environmental Affairs' decision to authorize these power stations without adequately taking into account the climate change impacts of these power stations. Um, and in Tabometsi's case, we're also specifically challenging the Minister's heavy reliance on an outdated electricity plan to justify authorizing these, the power stations despite the very high climate impacts of the power station. Um, so these records are supposed to be made available as part of the court process. Um, I mean that in saying that the Minister of Environmental Affairs and the Department are supposed to provide us access to all the records that they had before them when they made their decision um, to authorize the, um, the power stations. Right. Some of the documents have been given to us, but a number of key documents which are pivotal to the case have not been made available. So these, um, so the High Court applications today um, are intended to get access to those documents or otherwise confirmation that those documents don't exist. Mm. Um, and those documents that we are trying to get access to are, are really records that show the extent to which the Minister and the Department did actually take into account the climate impacts of these power stations um, and whether or not they adequately weighed these impacts, these very high impacts, um, against the alleged need for additional electricity, which the minister relies so heavily on um, in making her decision to authorize these plants. Right. We're seeing a lot of banks, uh, a lot on the global stage, but also some of the local banks following suit where they are withdrawing funding for some of these uh, projects, particularly on the coal side of things. Does it then make it difficult if you're trying to build these coal-fired power stations, but where are you going to get the funding from? Yes, certainly. So Nedbank seems to be the only one to have unequivocally confirmed that they will not fund these coal IPP projects. Um, three of the other banks, First Rand, Standard Bank, and I think the DBSA, have given indications that they have some concerns with these projects and probably or will not necessarily fund them either. Um, but we have called upon them and do call upon them to provide clarity as soon as possible on what their position is. Um, and we know that ABSA is also apparently behind these projects. Um, so we have warned the banks that funding um, dirty, expensive and unnecessary coal-fired electricity is simply in contradiction with their own climate and sustainability commitments. Um, and of course, if these banks withdraw funding, it certainly sends a strong signal 
um, that they don't have faith in these projects and that they regard them as risky and harmful investments, and that's rightfully so. Um, I think in, in this case, um, these projects will then have to potentially look to international investors, so foreign banks, for the money. Uh, we know that Japanese and Korean companies are both involved in Tabumetsi and that Saudi Arabian company Aquapower is involved in Kanisa, so they may have to look um, to these companies for financial support. Um, this is also another another problem because these countries have committed to reduce their emissions in their own countries, but um, but they don't seem to have a problem financing harmful, um, dirty coal-fired power stations in other countries, such as South Africa. Um, but but essentially, what what it means that uh, from this from this indication that these banks are not not willing to fund these projects is that it really will become increasingly difficult for these projects. To, to get funding because there are more and more financial institutions realizing that funding coal is risky business um, and that it will be faced with increasing civil society opposition. Um, uh, and we are seeing more and more banks making commitments not to fund coal-fired power stations. Nicole, from your knowledge, I mean, how do we fare as South Africa when it comes to, um, you know, emissions and being part of the team that's trying to deal with climate change and doing everything that's necessary and perhaps even following the global um, standard when it comes to those kinds of things? Yes, so unfortunately, South Africa has been, um, has had its own, own climate change commitments rated as highly insufficient um, by international, by a number of other organizations. So that means that if if all countries were to apply South Africa's commitments, then we would see a three to four degree temperature uh, um, increase as opposed to the two degrees that the International Paris Agreement commits to. Um, and what's even more concerning is that um, a recent report released by the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change shows that even two degrees is um, certainly not enough to, to curb the, the greatest and most severe impacts of climate change, but we really need to be pushing for only 1.5 degrees Celsius temperature increase. So um, we have urged governments um, and industry certainly to, to do much more and much more urgently to address the severe threat um, of climate change and to reduce our high emissions. And this is even more concerning because South Africa as a country, has a, we've acknowledged in our own climate change policies that our country is extremely vulnerable, particularly vulnerable to the impacts of climate change. Um, and when I talk about climate change impacts, I'm talking about increased water scarcity, increased extreme weather events such as droughts and flooding, and increased temperatures. So these are the kinds of impacts that we are going to be seeing more and more, and we are already seeing these kinds of impacts. And unfortunately, the, the people who are worst affected are the poor and marginalized communities who are already feeling the impacts um, of air pollution and water pollution from coal-fired power stations in mind. Nicole, thank you so much for your time. That's Nicole Losser, who is an attorney for Pollution and Climate Change Program at the Center for Environmental Affairs. An article that you could have a look at, because I think since the beginning of the week, we've been uh, talking about ESCOM. Um, it's on the Money website, written by MoneyWeb journalist Antoinette Slabert, and it's titled, ESCOM needs more than 100 billion, says large energy user body. Uh, the body's called intensive energy user, and they're calling for a suspension of the NERSA process. So you can have a look at that article for more information. Of course, we do know that ESCOM initially applied for a 15% increase annually for the next three years, but has revised its application 
in the last few days to 17.1 in the 2019-2020, 15.4 in the 2020-2021, and then uh, 15.5% in the 2021-2022 financial year. So that's an article that you can have a look at that basically talks about why this user group seems to think that the NERSA process should be halted. But let's have a look at traffic.